0: for joining us. Before we get started with a message, I want you to know that we really care about you and what's going on in your life. If you need prayer, please give us a call, send us an email, or connect with us on our app. We love to stand with you in prayer. Today, pastor is going to teach us the importance of having wise friends who can speak into our lives. Let's take a look at today's message, Wise Counsel.
1: Solomon was the wisest person, except for Jesus, who ever lived. And Solomon talked more about getting wise counsel than anybody, and he sought counsel more than anybody, right? And uh, I'm going to say this. We talk, I talk to a lot of people, and they've got all kinds of problems, marriage problems, problems with their kids, problems with their money. Uh, they're, they're problems because of inheritance, problems because of the, the, their in-laws, social problems, uh, people wanting revenge, and, oh, do you know that that there are almost no, none of the problems I've mentioned that could not be completely avoided if you just had right counsel, just had the right counsel, right? Now, in 2 Samuel chapter 10, uh, this is part of King David's life, but, A friend of his, the king of Ammon, dies. And when David hears about it, because he's his friend, he sends some emissaries that are representing him, and they go to the king's son, and they said, you know, David really, really respected your father. Uh, He feels your pain. Uh, You know, he just wants you to know he regrets your father's death. And if there's anything that David can do to assist you, to be a help to you, he just wants you to know that the relationship that he had with your father, he wants that relationship to continue with you. Now, the king is young. He's a young kid. And uh, he's got some advisors around him. Now, these guys are out to lunch, okay? And the, the young king, he's out to lunch, but he doesn't know it. So the advisors say, you think David is respecting your father? He's not. He has these guys here. These are spies. Now, there's no proof of it, all right? He said, but they're spies, and they're here to spy out the land. And David's planning to attack you. And so they said, here's what you should do. He said, you should take those men and cut off their beards and cut their robes off right at the buttocks, all right? And send them back to David. Well, the king listens to his counselors who are out to lunch and he cuts off their beards and cuts their garments. And and, and, and in that day, it was like the ultimate disrespect, right? I mean, he dissed these people, right? He shames them. David finds out about it. He tells them, You wait, don't even come back home, wait till your beards grow. He said, But then what David does is he gets his army. And he starts heading over there. Now, he had no intention of a battle until the guy took the wrong counsel and insulted his emissaries. So the Ammonites, they hire two groups of Assyrians plus 12,000 men from Ishbab. All right? And there's this terrible battle that ensues. All right? 40,000 men are killed in the battle. All of a sudden, we've got children who lose their fathers. We've got women who lose their husbands. They become widows. And in that society, in, in, in that time, uh, it was just terrible to be a widow, to be an orphan. It was a terrible, terrible thing. And all because this young guy listens to bad counsel. All right. There's another story I wanted to... In fact, I I want to give you three stories, then I want to talk to you about counsel. And this one uh, has to do with Absalom's rebellion against David. Absalom is one of David's sons, and he puts together a coup. And literally, David runs for his life. He flees out of Jerusalem. He's going out in the desert. And Absalom has a man who's giving him advice by the name of Ahipothel. And the Bible said about his advice, and everything that he advised David, because he used to be David's counselor, and everything that he advised Absalom, it was as if you inquired of the Lord. In other words, every time he gave advice, it was the right advice. But David sent back his friend, Hushi, and said, Hushi, you pretend that you're part of the rebellion. And when Absalom gives his advice, you give advice that is contrary to what, what Absalom, excuse me. When a gives his advice, you give advice contrary to the advice that a Hippothel gives. And the, 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 the scheme works. And they take the bad advice that Hushi gives. A battle ensues again. 20,000 men get killed. But Absalom is killed. And David and his 3,000 men that are with him win the battle. Now, the Bible says this in 2 Samuel 19. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people heard it said, that day the king is grieved for his son. Now, when Absalom rebelled, Absalom wanted to kill David, kill all of uh, his other children, literally wipe out David's name and take over. But David, when he sent his army out, said, don't kill Absalom. The king was grieved for his son because Absalom was killed in the battle. The people stole back into the city that day as people who were ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. The king covered his face. The king cried out with a loud voice, my son, Absalom, oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house of the king and said, today you have disgraced all your servants who today have saved your life the the lives of your sons and daughters the lives of your wives the lives of your concubines and that you love your enemies and hate your friends for you have declared today that you regard neither prince nor servant for today i perceive that if Absalom had lived and all of us had died today you would have been well pleased now therefore go arise and go out and speak comfort to your servants For I swear by the Lord that if you do not go out, not one will stay with you this night. And that will be worse for you than all the evil that has befallen you from your youth until now. How many of David, man after God's own heart? Right? But David had a case of the stupids. Literally, he had a case of the stupids. He was was upset that Absalom had died. And Absalom planned to kill David, his entire family, all of the chief men, and when his army kills Absalom and comes back victorious, instead of congratulating them and thanking them, he begins to weep and cry out with a loud voice, Absalom, Absalom, if only I had died, right? Now, he had a good friend by the name of Joab, Right? Now, now this guy, by the way, this guy was like bad to the bone, right? You did not want to mess with this guy. And he came to David and he said, look, you are shaming all the people who risked their life for you. That's what you're doing. He says, you don't see it, but he says, you need to get out there and you need to thank the people who just saved your life. That saved your son's lives, your children's wife, life, your wives' lives, and everybody that's here. You need to get out there and you need to thank them. Now, David's the man that the Bible says both Old and New Testament that he had a heart for God. But yet he had a case of the stupids one day. And if he hadn't had a good friend to come along and give him good advice, the Bible says it would have been the worst day of his life because everybody would have deserted him, One more example. Solomon, that that great king, King David, then King Solomon. Uh, By the way, Israel hit its pinnacle under Solomon, right? Financially, as far as the expanse of its territory, in every way, under Solomon, it hit its pinnacle. But when Solomon dies, his son Rehoboam becomes king. And under Solomon... Solomon, uh, you you remember this, he had uh, 700 wives and 300 concubines. I don't even know what all that means, but he he was a mess, right? (laughs) But the Bible says that as he got older, the wives that he had taken from foreign nations turned his heart away from God. And the Bible says that he would build them temples. He would build these these, uh, women who had become his wives, who worshipped other gods, he would build them temples. And the Bible literally says that they turned his heart away from God. But in order to do that, there was a, a really an oppressive taxation that was on the people. And so when Solomon died, as wise as he was, he had been oppressive, especially in his old age. And so is this young man becomes king, the people come to him. And they say, look, uh, your, your dad... Solomon, great man, but boy, it was really rough under him in the last part, all these oppressive taxes. Uh, Would would you reduce the tax rate and uh, be a a, a more understanding and and loving king? And he said, go away for three days. And then, then when they go away, he gets with his father's counselors. And his father's old counselors said, now, if you will listen to these people and you will serve, and, and you, you will serve them today, he said, they will stay with you forever. But the, the young men, those he had grown up with kind of his posse, right? He said, what should I do? And uh, they were really into machismo, you know? How many know machismo can get you in trouble? Right? And they said, you know, what you need to do is you need to tell them that your finger is thicker than your father's waist. And that he taxed them some, but you're going to add to it. And you need to put them in your, their place. Right? So I want to ask you a question tonight. Who speaks into your life? Who speaks into your life? Now, what Rehoboam did was he listened to the young men. And he said, look, I'm not going to lighten anything. I'm going to be more heavy on you than my father. Now, there were 12 tribes of Israel. Right? Ten of them left and said, we will not serve you. In fact, he, he sent the chief IRS agent after them, and they killed him. Right? Well, the result was those ten tribes separated, and they separated, Let this, for 2,850 years. 2,850 years. Those two groups fought. And in one, one battle, a half a million men were killed. One battle. What was the result of? Bad counsel. He listened to bad counsel. So who speaks into your life? You know, there's some of us that we just think we know it all. And we will not ask for help. We will not ask for advice from anybody. Proverbs 12, verse 15. Fools see their own way is right, but the wise listen to advice. Here's another translation, same verse. Stupid people. This is the Bible, stupid people. (laughs) Stupid people always think they're right. Wise people listen to advice, right? You know, I've literally had people say, nobody can tell me what to do. Nobody can tell me what to do. I remember 34 years ago, I went to Guatemala. Great church there. Uh, The pastor of the church took me aside and and, uh, said, I just want you to know. She says, I don't listen to anybody nobody can tell me what to do. Uh, I'm a young kid. I'm, I'm 31 years old and she's in her 50s and has a great church. And uh, I just thought to myself, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's trouble ahead. You know, There's trouble ahead. Nobody can tell me what to do. You know? And uh, it was just a matter of a couple years before she made a stupid decision and the whole thing just imploded because she wouldn't Listen to advice. You know, we all <laughs> we, we, we all have areas where we're stupid. Is that a bad word? Okay, we do, we we just all do, you know. But you try to tell some people something. This literally, they'll say to you, "What do you think? You think I'm stupid? You think I went to church? You think to church? You think I went to school on a small bus, on the short bus? What do you think? You think I need help? I don't need your help, right?" <laughs> Books could be written, and it would be entitled, I Wouldn't Listen, or If I Had Only Listened. Right? We get in trouble because we don't listen. The fool sees their own way as right, but the wise listen to advice. Stupid people always think they're right. And so there are people that say, you know, you can't correct me. I know I'm right. You, don't judge me. Don't correct me. Who do you think you are? Right. Listen to counsel. The Bible says, "Receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter days." Um. I, I, I hesitate a little to share this, but uh, several years ago, um, we 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 uh, kind of following precious metals, and and I thought I said, "Gene, I said." Uh, Silver is just going, it's going to go crazy. So we just bought. We just—I don't advise doing what I did, but I just—I just bought it all. I just jumped. In, I just jumped in with both feet. And uh, my, my financial counselor said to me, he said, uh, "Do you have any risk tolerance at all?" He said, "I've never seen anybody like you." He said, you're just, "You just—you don't—you're not afraid of anything." So and it went crazy. It just—it just went boom, double, triple, quadrupled. And uh, he sat down with me, my financial counselor, and he said to me, he said, "Sell." He said, This cannot keep going. But I thought, huh, I know better. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. All right. Uh, you, you know, they say in, in, in finances, they say, uh, never grab a falling knife. All right. In other words, when the stock's on its way down, don't, don't buy when it's on the way down. Wait till it hits the bottom. But, uh, it, it started going down and then it went down and it was going down. And, and he called me back up and he said, Sal. And I said, Sal, do it. You know, we got out, we, we, we came out okay, but we came out like a third of okay as we could have come out. You know, but I just, how stupid can you be? This is what he does for a living, decade after decade after decade after decade. And I thought I knew better and I kicked myself and so did Jeannie. No, I'm just, <laughs> she was gracious. She was gracious. All right? Uh, Listen to counsel, receive instruction, and you will be wise in your latter days. right? How many good, godly advisors do you have? You know, it could be parents. Uh, It could be some successful friends. But where there's counsel, or where there's no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. It's true about a nation It's true about a business, it's true about a family, it's true about us as people, individuals. Proverbs 11, 14, for lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Again, Solomon, the wisest person that ever lived except for Jesus, he constantly was seeking counsel, constantly talking about counsel. Uh, Jimmy Evans, who's been here several times speaking on, on marriage, says his father-in-law uh, is a billionaire. And he said he has never seen anyone who takes more counsel in the area of finances than his father-in-law. I mean, His father-in-law used to play golf with Ellen Greenspan, have tea with the Queen of England. You understand? All right. And he said he would constantly seek counsel. Is constantly studying finances. Right? Now, when, when, when you think you don't need counsel, you need it. You need it. For a lack of guidance, a nation, a business, a family, a person fails. But victory is won through many advisors. Right? David, he had people close to him that their job was just to be his advisors. Right? We need advice to get plans. We need advice to carry out plans. Right? And listen, don't go to a marriage counselor who's been divorced three times. <laughs> don't go to a financial counselor who's broke. All right? <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, several years ago, my son Joshua. And uh, Joshua, where are you? I saw you. Where are you sitting at? You're someplace. He's here someplace. All right. But uh, he and I uh, went out to have a meal with a pastor. He had asked to meet. He said, you'll be glad to meet, sit down and talk. Um, He had been pastoring a church for a couple decades, uh, had less than 200 people in his church. And we sat down, and uh, this guy began to talk. And if I said 10 words, the entire time that we were together, hour, hour and a half, uh, I, I don't think I said ten words the, the entire time, and he just talked and talked and talked and talked. And, and Joshua, we were leaving, and Joshua said to me, he said, uh, why didn't you help him with some of the stuff that, that's going on, you know? And uh, I, I simply said this, I said, because unsolicited advice is seldom, if ever, listened to. So so I want you to listen to a verse. This is Proverbs 20 and verse 5. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Now here's what this means. The person who knows won't tell you unless you ask. But if you understand and you ask, they will be glad to help you, right? But the person that knows understands that most counsel, if it's not asked for, if it's not sought, if it's not valued, right, it's not listened to. It's not listened to. In fact, it's usually rejected and even mocked. Unsolicited advice, seldom heeded, right? And every one of us are ignorant in a variety of places. Whether you realize it or not, you're ignorant, right? Uh, I am ignorant in so many areas that it is, I tell people, I have a very narrow skill set, right? And I am so ignorant. In fact, if you don't believe me, just ask Jeannie. (laughs) I mean, I need help with my iPhone. And when there's a computer, just forget it, all right? I'm ignorant about real estate, computers, and plumbing, and electricity, and tax law, carpentry. You know, I'm. I have not a clue about interior decorating. You saw that this morning, if you were here. All right. (laughs) I mean, there's just there's just there are just this huge list of areas where I know I am ignorant. Right. And what do I need? I need help from somebody who knows. Who's in it, is a, who has great counsel in those areas, all right? Everybody is ignorant someplace, Right. Uh, in fact, with all of those things, practically, that I mentioned, I always tell geniuses, I can get just about anything done with, with uh, <clears throat> a phone book and a credit card, because I can find somebody who's good at it, all right? But it's not me, and I know it's not me, right? I know that. I think that it's interesting that half of Nobel Peace Prize winners have mentors that are Nobel Peace Prize winners, right? they, they, they get advice from the best, right? And, and, and literally, who you get advice from is extremely important. because just, just because they're your friend, just because they're your blood relative, does not mean that they know anything. And by the way, there's a lot of people who don't know anything that think they're experts, <laughs> right? And they will be constantly giving you advice, right? But advice or wisdom in the heart of a wise person is like deep water. But a man of understanding draws it out. You ask the questions. You value their, their advice. You value their wisdom, and you go and you ask, all right? How many of you would just admit you are ignorant in a few areas? Muy tonto, burro. And we say in Mexico, muy burro, all right? <laughs> uh, you, you know, some people are very, very slow to admit. I, I remember years ago, a guy here in church came up to me and said, Pastor, we just got a new job. And I said, well, great, what's, what's happening? He said, uh, and this was, this was a long time ago. He said, well, um, uh, I make $10,000 a month. I said, wow, that's great. Starting out, yep, yep, yep. And he says, I'm working for this financial institution, and we guarantee 35% return. And I said to him, I said, I don't know a lot. And I know some people you can talk to, but there is no way you can guarantee 35% return. I know that much. I says, I've got some people you can talk to right, that do know. I said, but you can't do that. And he says, no, pastor, you you just don't understand. You don't, you you don't understand. Uh, He went to jail, went to jail, went to jail. Uh, and, and, And unfortunately, Christians seem to be the biggest suckers. People put a Christian name on a company and and just, you know, this is a Christian company, we're doing this, and and we just we want to how I many you want to believe the best all the time. We just want to believe the best all the time. But get advice. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. Without counsel, plans fail. But in many with many advisors, there's success. And again, my favorite, kind of the Scripture for tonight, stupid people always think they're right. <laughs> but wise people, they listen to advice. You know, people say, well, I know I'm right. Don't judge me. Don't correct me. Who do you think that you are to in that? Right? And here's what we tend to do, especially as Christians. We tend to make a bad decision and we blame the devil. We blame the devil. all right, and We spiritualize the whole thing. But the truth is, We just didn't get wise advice, all right? And by by the way, all the wise people should say amen, Amen. all right? Some people, (laughs) some, they don't want any advice. They just don't want it, all right? Uh, And and often, it really is a result of having a bad self-image. They think when you need to go to somebody else, and ask for their help, ask for their advice, ask for their counsel. They think, you know, you're putting me down. You're putting me down. But the fool always thinks they're right. All right? So they have no counselor, they get no advice. They feel like asking for advice is a weakness. Right? But what asking for advice is, when you're asked for counsel from the right people, it's because you are wise. Wise people ask advice don't act like you know it all all right all of us need advice all of us need good counsel right Um, whenever we have a guest speaker I always try to get him out talk to him and say hey what do you see what can we do better what can we do different is there anything that you see that we're doing that's that's not right you know, why? Because I'm hungry. I know that if they've got advice for me, if I don't ask them, they're not going to give it. They're not going to give it. But if I'll ask, they will happily give that advice. Right? And ultimately, there's one place that we can always go for advice. Right? In fact, I think that a lot of counseling that people go through, you know, for certain situations in marriages and in relationships would be taken care of if they would spend an hour on their knees. You know, his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And one of the things that we should always do before decisions is pray and realize that God uses people right sometimes it might be your wife your your spouse it might be a friend uh, and, and the problem is that we want Gabriel right we we want something uh, supernatural but God connects you with people, right? God connects you with people, right? And God uses people, and it's pride that keeps us from asking, right? And, and literally, I, I, like, I got one advisor when it comes to real estate, another advisor when it comes to stocks, you know, another advisor when it comes to Genie because I need help. Right? <laughs> uh, no, no, seriously, seriously. Uh, in different areas, you may need different advisors. You probably will because nobody is smart in every area. Nobody's smart in every area. You know? And if, you're, if your motto is, I don't need anybody's advice, the Bible says you're not wise. You're not wise. Stupid people always think they're right. Wise people listen to advice, Right? The king of Ammon, he got bad counsel, cost 40,000 people their lives. Rehoboam, he got bad counsel. And a kingdom that was meant to be together was torn apart for 2,850 years. Now today, for the first time, you can go to Israel and you can find in Israel people from every single tribe. But it did not happen until the last century. And this divide took place 900 B.C. In fact, uh, 920 B.C. the divide took place. All of that time because of bad counsel. And again, in one battle, 500,000 people lost their lives as a result of bad counsel. When you're looking for a good counselor, look at the fruit of their life. He who walks with wise men will be wise. Companion of fools will be destroyed. There are people you should not listen to. God loves them, but they just don't have good advice for you. Right? God loves them, but they don't have good advice for you. Right? You want godly counsel, right? If your family, they might, you might be somebody great in your family, but just because they're your blood doesn't make them right. Right? Don't keep repeating something because it's been your family culture or your family's way of doing something. Don't just keep on doing that thing because it's been the way the family's done it. Okay. No counsel, the Bible says that means you're a fool or you're stupid, right? Bad counsel can destroy you, right? So seek out wise counsel and always seek God before making any decision. I want to thank you for being with us today. And I simply want to ask you this question. Are you right with God? You know, you may be away from the Lord and you may know in your heart, I'm not where I need to be. I'm not living right, not doing right. I am not living for Jesus. And you say, I want to be forgiven. I want to be right with God. I want to pray with you right now. I want you to bow your head and pray this prayer with me. Just make these words your own. Just say, oh, God, I believe Jesus died on the cross. I believe His blood paid for my sins. I believe He rose again. And I believe He's coming again. And today I receive the forgiveness Jesus purchased for me. And today I surrender my life to Jesus. I hold nothing back. And I thank you. You've heard my prayer, that I'm forgiven, that I'm a part of your family today and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that from your heart, God heard that prayer, you're forgiven, you're right with God. But I want to help you keep growing spiritually. And so I have a book I want to give to you absolutely free of charge. It's called Your New Life. It's full of bullet points to help you keep growing spiritually. All you need to do is get online, download the book, absolutely free. It is going to help you keep on walking by faith and growing spiritually. God bless you.
0: If you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Dwayne you are making one of the best decisions of your life. We are so happy for you. To receive a copy of Pastor's free book, you can go to walkingbyfaith.tv and request a copy of this book be mailed to you, or you can download it right there instantly. Either way, it's absolutely free. While online, you can purchase a copy of today's message, Wise Counsel in the WBF store. You can also download the scriptures for this message under the on-demand page. Walking by Faith is used across the globe to spread the truth that changes lives on and off the air. To partner with us financially in this great commission, go to walkingbyfaith.tv give. We'd love to hear how God is using Walking by Faith in your life. You can connect with us on Facebook or send an email to your story at walkingbyfaith.tv. Have a great week and until next time, be blessed.